0: Hello and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for May 20th, 2019. I'm Scott. I'm one of the CircuitPython folks paid by Adafruit. Um, They're a sponsor of the development, so check out adafruit.com. This is a meeting that we run every week uh, where those of us who are paid to work on CircuitPython get to meet up with everybody else who's interested in CircuitPython and talk about what we're working on. Um, The meeting is run in five parts. Uh, It's run on our Discord channel, so uh, before I go over the parts, let me tell you how you can join. It's normally at um, on Mondays at eleven a.m. Pacific, two p.m. Eastern time. Note: next week will be on Tuesday rather than I'm on Monday. Quiet. Um, am I quiet for anybody else? I'm not hearing anything.
1: No, I can hear you just fine.
0: Okay, uh, Charles, you might want to restart if you can hear me. Um, okay. It seems like it's good. The recording looks okay, too. Um, yeah, so normally Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, next week will be on Tuesday due to the U.S. holiday, so be, please be aware of that. Uh, Katney will be running the meeting as I will be gone. Um, the meeting happens on our Discord server. Um, if you want to join our Discord server, you can go to the URL adafru.it slash discord. Um, and that will pop you into our Discord channel or Discord server. You'll see a CircuitPython text channel, which is where we chat, along with a CircuitPython voice channel, which is where we all hop into for the meeting. Uh, Everybody is welcome to join, uh, regardless of what you're working on CircuitPython-wise or even not CircuitPython-wise. We're happy to have folks just let us know what they're building. Um, This meeting is recorded, so beware that... uh, your voice is being recorded along with a capture of the screen, which I just realized I had not scaled up. So let me do that. Um, and then this meeting is run in five parts. We have our community news part that um, Phil from Adafruit usually uh, talks about, uh, but I think he's out this week. We do state of circuit Python and its libraries, which is a tag team between Katni and I. And then we have Hug Reports, which is a chance for you to say thank you to folks for the uh, the things that they've been working on. Uh, and that is done as a round robin. So I will start and then we'll go through the list of folks in the uh, Discord voice chat. Uh, if you're unable to make it, you can always put your notes in the comments and we'll read those off. Um, if you don't want to speak or are lurking, uh, let us know in the text channel and or the notes and uh, we'll either skip you or just read off your uh, hug reports if it's text only and then uh, if none of those are true and if you just want to speak we'll call on you and give you a shot to say whatever you like Um, that's the way our round robins work so the the section after uh, hug reports is called status updates and it's run the same way Uh, it's also a round robin uh, and it's basically a couple minutes about what you're working on, you've been working on, and what y- you are working on, and what you've been been working on like the last week ish, and what you plan on working on in the coming week. Um, and lastly, uh, if there are any larger topics that you want to talk about, uh, we don't try to we try to do them after status updates in our section called in the weeds. Um, and that in the weeds is just a long form like whatever topics or things we want to discuss about uh, will be covered there. So uh, (coughs) I think that's it. Um, The recordings go up on podcast services and on the Adafruit YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Adafruit. Uh, If you do miss it, that's a great way to keep up. Um, And with that, uh, I will take a time code uh, in the notes so that folks can skip around and we'll go into community news. So... Uh, first item on community news is uh CircuitPython is on the Python podcast also known as Podcast Dunder and Nit. Um the title is Hardware Hacking Made Easy with CircuitPython episode 219 or 212, sorry. And there's a link in the notes to that podcast. That's a podcast I did last week. Uh so it's me talking all about CircuitPython. Uh the next item on community news is uh a link to the language summit reports from PyCon. So the language summit was a bunch of core devs getting together and a few people giving presentations. They had somebody come uh, with the sole purpose of cataloging and documenting what happened there. So the kind of report uh, recap of what was said there is, is up on the blog now. Um, It's called the history of circuit Python, which is what it was titled. And it's a good recap. I read through it. So uh, check that out. Um, we just wanted to note a couple Kickstarters that are coming out, and a couple of them uh, could run CircuitPython. So, um, if you back them, post in the comments and ask for it. Uh, anything that has uh, an AT21 or 51 or an NRF52840, really easy to get uh, CircuitPython uh, support on on those things. So, if you do see Kickstarters, let us know. Reach out to them and say that's you want to see CircuitPython on their stuff. Uh, one example is Pocket Screen. Uh, which is the samd 21 g 18 which we already support. Um, And so we've reached out to them to add a new board definition for it. Um, And there's a link to the notes uh, with exactly how that can happen. Um, Lastly, uh, there's a bunch of events for the upcoming newsletter. Most are all looking uh, for talks on Python on hardware. So if uh, folks want to kind of level up and start participating... um, giving presentations to your local groups or uh, events is a great way to uh, tell people about CircuitPython and obviously what what you think of it, hopefully positive. Um, So yeah, that's our community news for today. Uh, Let's go on to the state of CircuitPython and its libraries after I take another time code. Um, All right, so overall... Uh, We had 31 pull requests merged, which still boggles my mind as something we're used to now. Um, It's just epic that it's just growing and growing. Uh, We had 13 different authors for those 31 PRs. Um, Shout-outs to D. Harada, Chewy Turtle um fez the dev and maker cic as folks i believe are relatively new to it so thank you to those folks and i'll also thank you to the nine reviewers who did all of those reviews we really appreciate it um as i said before uh, reviewing is actually the, one of the best ways to get involved in circuit python uh, generally you see some code that somebody wants to change download it see if it works uh look through the code see if it makes sense and give feedback on it that's super duper helpful um so that's pull requests. And then um, for issues, we had 12 closed by six people and seven opened by five people, um, which were net down again, which is great. Um, in general, we want to at least keep on on top of the new issues that we're having. So the fact that we are five net five closed is a great place to be. Um, overall, uh, we've been kind of on this cusp of getting 4.0 out the door, um, We'll talk about that later. I want to talk about that in the weeds, but I think we're to the point where we're ready to get 4.0 out the door potentially today. Um, so think about that. Think about whether uh, there's anything uh, you think should stop that from happening. Um, but I know for myself, and I think for Dan as well, our focus on what we've been working on has shifted to stuff we will we'll, we plan on releasing like after 4.0. So that's a really good sign when when we're not chasing down any more bugs in in the actual 4o code. So um, feeling pretty good about it. Um, okay, and let me go on to the core. This is more details about um, the development of CircuitPython as it pertains to the C core, um, and I'll kick it over to Katni in just a bit to talk about everything else, all the libraries and stuff. So. Uh, in the core, we had 18 pull requests merged from five different authors. Um, and then we had five reviewers for those as well. So thank you to everybody there. Um, and again, you can check out the notes for more details if you want to know um, all of those, all of that info. Uh, we had six open pull requests. They're listed there. Um, again, check the notes if you want to see them. We had two closed issues by one person and two open by one person as well. So we're uh, net zero. <laughs> um, for a total of 162 open issues. Again, the notes have a link. Uh, we have five active milestones. Uh, the ones that we've kind of been paying attention to are the num- the ones without a milestone, which was one, and uh, the 4.0 milestone, which has zero open issues. Uh, 4.x has 36 open issues. Uh, I've been debating whether we'll put a 4.1.x, 4.2.x, but I think we might just... Uh, pull out of 4X and release kind of as we see fit. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, Downloads stats by board. Uh, we've got lots of boards, so check the notes for details. Uh, we have two releases out. We have 312 is our latest stable until later today, hopefully. And it's had 15,857, which I think we were in 15,000 last week as well. So um, definitely kind of saturated there. Uh, and 385 downloads of 40 RC3 which is a good good chunk and if we do stabilize to 40 we'll we'll see a big boost next week. Um and then downloads stats by language uh primarily English, a few pirate, a few French. Uh usually Germans up there too, but uh yeah, again check the notes for details. And uh with that let's kick it over to Catney for libraries.
1: Thanks Scott. <laughs> All right, so with the libraries this week, we had thirteen pull requests merged from nine different authors. Um, again, uh, calling out uh, Dhirata, Chewy Turtle, Fez the Dev, and Digital Maker CIC um, as new folks, and um, seven reviewers. And I want to call out uh, dehirata again. Um, I added Dylan actually uh, last week. Her. The circuit. That's on um, you,
0: Charles. I can hear it just fine.
1: Um. To the Circuit Python librarians' role on GitHub, and uh, he has jumped right into the deep end. Um, there have been all kinds of pull requests, uh, issues closed, uh, PRs merged, releases done. Uh, it's been great. So thank you very much uh, for joining us with that. Um, We have 38 open pull requests, which is amazing. And also we need to um, go through those. So (laughs) uh, those are all listed in the notes. Um, If you're interested in helping out, take a look at those. Um, We're going to update the circuitpython.org slash libraries page today. And uh, then that will have an updated list as well. So you can check out the contributing link on that page to find, Um, all the information about the libraries, and we had 10 issues closed by five people and five opened by five people. So we are down. Um, As for open issues, we have 102. Uh, The link to the page is in the notes. Um, I will also post it in Discord. Uh, Once that's updated, uh, you'll have a more recent picture of, of where we're at right now. It's a little bit stale. Um, so give us, you know, till the rest of the day and then take a look at that if it's something you're interested in doing. And that's where we are at the libraries.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Katni. All right, let's move on to hug reports. I'll take a time code. Um, so hug reports, just to reiterate, is a chance for you to say thank you to folks for the work that they've been doing. Uh, this is really great just because, I know for me personally, when I prep for the meeting, it, it it makes some space for me to just think about the thing, the awesome things that are happening with, happening within our community. Um, so I'm very uh, – I really – it makes me feel better. <laughs> so it's a, I think it's a really good exercise to do, and I hope other folks feel that way as well. Um, so let me just start. I will – first I wanted to say uh, thank you to Elvis EPX. Uh, for making a PR to add PS2 support, so like PS2 mice and keyboards, um, and then blocking it up too. So there's a link here um, to an article about how how to add C modules to CircuitPython, which is really neat and something I think is underutilized. I think um, it's a great way to get performant uh, code in there. Um, thank you to uh, Nina and NJA Chewy Turtle, and Sean Tiber for continuing to make things for the Pi portal and test it out. Saw lots of stuff happening on Twitter with that. Uh, so thanks to those three. Uh, thanks to Jerry N, even though he, I think he's super busy these these few weeks right now. Um, for helping out on the forums specifically, there was uh, somebody I was trying to help about some mysteriously appearing files on their drive. And Jerry hopped in to say, like, hey, I think that's a a Mew thing, an old Mew thing. So um, got that all fixed up. So thanks to Jerry for that. Uh, Thanks to Matt Land for improving the palette docs. I really appreciate that. Um, Thanks to Chris Osterwood for the USB hub support uh, or his USB hub board, the capable robots USB hub. It runs CircuitPython, which is super neat. And the board def just got in. So that's super exciting. And lastly, um, thanks to Carlos for work on supporting the RGB status LEDs. Um, that's actually the case where like, there's no controller IC on the RGB. It's just three um, anodes or cathodes that you PWM. So he's been working on that. That should get us uh, RGB status support um, on the particle boards, which are hooked up that way. So thanks to Carlos for working on that. And uh, with that, let's circle around to Brent. Oh, Brent's not in (laughs) All right, I'll read it off Um, So Brent was out last week Uh, I guess, you know, he's in New York And they're having internet trouble at the moment So that would explain it Uh, He was out last week So these hug reports are a bit delayed Um, So he says, uh, thanks to Tan Newt, Katnay, Sedacious, Maker Melissa And Dan H for PyCon It was a great time to meet all of you And hang out to discuss CircuitPython for a few days Um Hugs to Zach Heschelman, who I believe is Chewy Turtle, uh, for getting his PyCon Sprint project up and running and documented. It was a PyPortal project which di- displayed his latest tweets. And uh, hugs to Maker Melissa for joining Adafruit. And let me go on to... I can't type this morning. Uh, Carter is uh, missing the meeting and says group hugs to all and Sea Grover is lurking so we'll go to Charles.
2: I have a group hug uh, in general but um uh I have a question that is more appropriate for in the weeds so I'll leave it at that. Okay.
0: We'll note that down. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Dan.
3: Hi. Also, I uh, welcome Baker Melissa. That's great. Um uh someone another in Lawrence YY who's in the forums noticed an issue with the round function, which is actually a microPython issue kind of. If you disable um rounding things to negative number of digits, which is basically how you get round to the nearest, say hundred or ten as opposed to the nearest something to the right of the decimal place. Mm-hmm. It stopped working, so uh I fixed that and I posted an issue in MicroPython. Um, thanks to Kevin Walters for noticing, for sort of auditing all our USB PIDs and noticing that several of them were wrong. <laughs> so we have a uh, we have a PR to fix that in the latest RC, or in the, what, what will we have for the current RC. And thank you, uh, Scott, for doing RC mm-hmm. last week, getting us really close to GA.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay. For those of you who don't know, GA is General Availability. Alright, let's go to D Harada. D. Harada says, um Thanks Katney for adding me to the GitHub organization. Uh in uh Melissa, you're unmuted at the moment. Um in the small amount of time I've definitely learned a lot more Python by looking at PRs and issues. Thanks to the Sedacious. Uh, for the mcp230xx modules also thanks to everyone who reviewed my prs so thank you di uh, doc molo is uh text only so i'll read those off thanks to jerry ann and anic data for testing my latest build of the nino firmware nina firmware nino um and thanks to lady ada for asking for changes to a pr i made against the esp32 spy library that caused me to learn new python and programming constructs sweet and then i think jason is lurking yeah jason is lurking so we'll go to catney
1: oh my gosh not used to muting discord (laughs) i know right (laughs) So a giant hug to maker Melissa for joining Adafruit full time. Um, I'm really glad that I could be a part of that for you. And I'm so excited for you to join us. Um, Hug to Sedacious for helping me with newsletter stuff on Friday. A late hug report to Mike B for doing my newsletter stuff while we were at PyCon. Thank you very much for that. Um, To Hirata for becoming a CircuitPython librarian and for all your hard work. And to everyone providing support on Discord, we've had an influx of new people, and they've been receiving the help, receiving the help and support that they need. Uh, it's been really great to see. Um, I know we try to bring new people in. And um, and when, uh, when they do, it's, it's always good to see that the community is welcoming and supportive. Um, and so I was really happy to see that. So thank you very much for that.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, Katni. Kinger North and KJW are lurking, so we will go to Maker Melissa.
4: Okay. Uh, first of all, a big hug to Lamar and PT for allowing me to start full-time. Yeah. Um, a hug for Catney for all your help and support. A hug to you, um, Scott, for all your help. And a hug for Sedacious for helping me with ordering the right part to fix my pie badge. Mm.
0: Nice. All right. Thanks Melissa. And let's
5: go to Mike. Yeah, I'm actually on today. Yay. Uh, yay. Glad you can make it. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh uh I wanna throw my hat in uh for uh maker Melissa. Um I think you do really awesome work and I'm really glad that you are going to be on the team forward to that. Um Thanks to everybody data uh, Adafruit and, and all the uh, people that um, met with uh, uh, the folks at PyCon. Um, I kind of held down the fort here. so um, And uh, I've been monitoring all the PRs that I go through. I'm on the, the group list, and I'm just continually impressed about how many people in the community are kicking the tires and noticing Mm -hmm. things and commenting on it because every bug that we quash and every feature we add just helps people around the world. So it's a, it's a big community effort. Um, so thank you for that.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much, Mike. All right, let's go to sedacious.
6: Hey, so first off again, congrats to maker Melissa and, uh, Thanks for giving me the early tip. I knew it was going to happen eventually, but I'm so happy it happened when it did. Um, so it's going to be super great to have you on the team. Um, I'm super excited. Um, also, a hug to Lamore for adding SPI support to Bus.io uh, to make spi Arduino drivers even easier. Right. Note um, that's, that's
0: Bus.io for Arduino.
6: Yes, my apologies. It's the uh, Adafruit BusIO, which is the kind of equivalent to the register library um for Arduino. And if you haven't seen it, you should take a look. It makes making Arduino drivers super easy. Nice. Um so yeah, she she pulled that off in like I don't know, like 3 hours or something. <laughs> um Half of it was probably eating tacos. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, congrats uh, or thanks for that. Uh, and also thanks for pointing out some room for improvement on a board of designs. Let's see. Who else? Uh, hugs to D. Harada. Dylan for being awesome and uh, becoming a CircuitPython librarian, taking on more stuff and generally kicking butt. Uh, as always, the help is appreciated. And it's really nice to see someone come on and, you know, go full bore helping out. Uh, last but not least, uh, thanks to Katni for helping me out with fritzing yet again. Yet again, I'll figure it out one of these days. <laughs> right. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Sedacious.
0: All right, Summersoft.
7: Hello. Hello. Um, so I've got a belated. I'm pretty sure it's belated. Hug to Carter for the display I/O guide. I think it was published at least a week ago, if not two. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I haven't gotten into utilizing displays just yet, um, but I'm sure that once I do, that that will be indispensable. Um, uh, group hug for everybody beyond that, and then a non-CircuitPython hug um, to the maintainers of new screen and awk, because um, their, their docs are pretty awesome, and it helped me this weekend as I learned to use them.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we'll totally take hug reports for non-CircuitPython stuff. It's always good to say thank you to folks. So thank you, Summersoft. Okay, and that is it for Hug Reports. I think we got everybody. Um, and now for status updates. So status updates are done in a similar fashion uh, as round Robin. And it's kind of like what you've done in the last week and what you plan on doing in the coming week. Um, it's a really good way for people to get on the same page and be aware of who's doing what. And it's also great um, if you have any tips or tricks or pointers to the folks and the work that they're doing, uh, that's a great way to give those as well. So uh, I will start and we'll go around in the circle or round robin as we did before. Um, so uh, last week I released uh, release candidate three, um, and that was super easy, pretty straightforward. Uh, I improved grouped so that it would be... Uh, well, I should say, when I released RC3, I branched uh, master from uh, 4.0x. So there is a branch now for the 4.0.x releases. Um, so this uh, I improved group to be iterable and have index and remove functions. Those are not going to be in 4.0 because they are on master and they are not on that 4.0 branch. So w- whenever you're doing uh, changes please be aware of that, that um, anything going into Master Now will go out with 4.1, um, which may not be too too far from now, but um, just be aware of that. Um, last Thursday, recorded a podcast Dunder and which I said earlier, and it was a, a made live yesterday, so there's a link in the notes for that. Um, I guess we could just drop it in the Discord as well. Um, the The language summit uh, that I did, um, there's also a blog post for that. So that's out. So that's definitely past work that I'm talking about. Um, For the weeds, um, I just want to, as I hinted earlier, I think we're we're thinking about doing 4.0 today. So uh, brainstorm if there's any reason you don't think we should do that, and we'll cover that a little bit later. But um, the general feeling... On the Adafruit side is that we're ready. Um, I said uh, for my notes. I said, um, do we need an RC4 for minor changes on the Forex 40x branch, or should we just stick a fork in it and call it done um, and make it 40? I think we're leaning towards the latter. So think about that, and we'll we'll circle back in the weeds. Um, I'm out Thursday uh, through next Wednesday. I'm I'm traveling for a friend's wedding and visiting my grandma, um, so I won't be back. Kind of. In the in, in my desk or at my desk until next Thursday, um, starting this Thursday. So so out a week. Um, we have a fork emoji. Uh, we have two. All right. Um, <laughs> so I was working at the end of last week. I was working at changing the way Display I O computes what's on the screen. Um, it currently uh, it currently was pixel by pixel based and that, um, and I'm speeding it or I'm changing it to be kind of rectangular. So for this whole rectangle, here's a buffer, fill it in as best you can sort of process. And that speeds up, um, it speeds up scenes where there's lots of different tile grids, uh, because for every tile grid you had to check, like, is that in the pixel And that really slowed it down, but if you lump pixels together into a rectangle, you can do that check once against where the tile grid is, and you save a lot of time because you're doing that check a lot less. Um, So that's been cool. I plan on getting that in um, either right before I leave or right after I get back. Um, And then that's kind of part one of two of um, speeding up the display I.O. stuff in general. The second half will be actually computing what portions of the screen, what rectangles of the screen uh, to actually update um, rather than updating the whole screen every time. So we'll see a huge should see a pretty big speed up for most um, times where the screen is just being updated in a very small place. Um it still won't help the whole like screen refresh, but um yeah we we'll, we're making progress there so that's kind of what I'm planning on in the next few days four o four oh if we if we say yes to it and then um finishing up the the like switch from pixel by pixel to to areas or rectangles um uh, so that's my status update Let's circle back and I will read off Brent who lost internet at hq so brent said um last week nothing circuit python related spent last week finishing up finals week and feeling very relieved now um this week uh started a new library before i left hope to wrap it up today and write it up tomorrow it's the adafruit underscore circuit underscore azure iot library uh it provides access to microsoft's Azure's uh, powerful IoT platform for Circle P- Circuit Python devices. This is an advanced platform compared to Adafruit IO. If you're starting to scale an IoT project or want to use something which can support hundreds of nodes easily, Azure is a paid service. Uh, oh, I guess if you support hundreds of nodes easily, that's what Azure is for. Note: Azure is a paid service. Be careful if you want to beta test this, and carefully monitor, monitor your data usage. Uh to make sure you don't go over the minimums i assume uh Seagrover is looking, so we'll go to charles
2: well my my uh, my various projects uh for midi are uh some are actually com- coming to an end uh, my uh ref controller seems to work consistently now nice I'm more- my next little trick, or my next little trick, I want to get the uh, the uh, fingering keyboard working so I can actually make use of the breath controller for something other than just volume mm-hmm. alone. You know, volume alone. And then I would like to make a modular keyboard, you know, where I can build you can build a one octave one octave keyboard. Mm-hmm build build the keyboard in one octave in increments so that's what I'm doing'm I'm gonna see if that works okay cool the, the, the question comes is being able to read multiple 23.017s, tw- uh, mm. in a in like a loop mm-hmm. you know because uh, because, uh one octave will fit nicely into a, a one of those mp mcp 230117s mm. and as you add more octaves you have to be able to read ha, read uh have objects for each each one i mm-hmm. um, i've never i've never u- used i've never learned a technique to be able to use objects
0: as parameters so mm. That'll
8: be,
2: still.
0: Yeah, that'll be a good start then. Yeah, that's a good way to learn it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Charles. All right, let's go on to Dan.
3: Hi, okay. Um, I spent a lot of time with UF2 bootloaders last week, um, uh, making them on the on the Pi badge and uh, similar boards there is a flash a splash screen actually when the board comes up in the bootloader it shows a nice display and says this is the UF2 bootloader and it has a little some icons showing you how to load things but it was not displaying the text quite right it wasn't centering mm-hmm. it right so i fixed that we added um, we made some changes for minor changes in conjunction with Microsoft for the Pi badge and Pi badge L- low cost lc and the Pi gamer um, Turning some features on and off, and add, like adding the light sensor so that make code could use that. And so there's a new release of the bootloader. You don't really need it unless you're using Pi Badge. Don't bother to update your bootloaders yeah. on any other board, that just works fine. Um, the thing I mentioned during the hug reports, uh, I have a PR for the round function, and I started working on uh, BLE stuff for 4.1 starting to work on BLE scanner, which is a central operation. Um, but a lot of people want that just to be able to find beacons and things like that. Like mm-hmm. what are the BLE devices that I can, I can hear uh, from where I am. So I will continue to work on BLE stuff. That's the major focus for the next few weeks. Cool. Okay.
0: Thanks, Dan. All right. Uh, I will read off the um who says, I was able to finish adding all of the location and GPS-related NMEA sentences that the GPS Featherwing supports. I was also able to do a bunch of testing, and I learned even more about the NMEA protocol. I put out a release for that and was able to use the new features in a personal project I was working on. I was also able to fix a few issues and merge some PRs and close some issues that had been left open. This week, I want to do some more testing on the MCP-23008 and the MCP-23017 modules to make sure that there aren't any issues with the recently refactored MCP-230XX library. So thank you, D-Hurada. All right. Um, Doc Malo is text only. Uh, It says, submitted pull request for Nina firmware repo. Uh, no No code changes, but updated documentation to reflect current build process and requirements for building. And also submitted a pull request to the ESP32 SPY library to add WPA2 enterprise support to the Wi-Fi manager library. Awesome. So glad you could make the meeting. All right. Uh, Katni.
1: Hello. So uh, last week, still recovering from PyCon. (laughs) Um, I was there for nine days. Uh, it was amazing, uh, but it definitely um, takes a bit to get back into things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I continued working on the Pi Badge guide. Um, got through part of the pinouts page. Um, the before I left, I had already done a lot of the CircuitPython stuff for it, um, including the pinouts images. So the pinouts page has just been basically putting the documentation in. Um, I need to get it to a point where it's ready for a more. Um and that is what is happening this week. Um, so this week, Library Monday, um, I need to go through our 38 open pull requests and see what uh, is going on with those. Um, also, we're going to be updating the circuitpython.org slash libraries page um, sometime today um, and finalize uh, Travis for... Uh, for that page so that we, so it'll do it automatically. Um, There's just a couple things we need to do. uh, Summersoft and I need to sit down and and take care of that. Um, So we'll get to that this week and that way it'll actually be updated and we won't have to do it manually. Um, This week also, I'm going to be doing a blog post. It'll be a wrap up for PyCon. Um, Basically it's as much for us as it is uh, to post as a blog post, just to have um, all of our, you know, final thoughts in one place Um, and, uh, it was, uh, after talking to uh, Phil about it, um, he suggested I actually do a blog post and even though it's, you know, it's all of our thoughts, um, it would be good to share with other people. So we want to do that, um, sometime this week. Uh, I'm also going to be working on the fritzing objects for, um, the PI badge and the PI gamer. Um, both of those are going to be tricky ones. So, uh, I'll be doing that over the course of the week. And the Pi Gamer guide is next. And um, other than that, I plan on... Um, there were uh, some photos that we took while we were at PyCon um, that uh, Phil wanted for um, various reasons. And I need to go through those and process those. Um, and then we will be uh, kind of ready to wrap up PyCon uh, for sure, finally. Um, and that's where I'm at.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Katney. Okay, let's uh Kinger North and KJW are lurking, so we're going to make her Melissa.
4: Okay, uh last week I worked on writing uh my guide for the multilingual PyBadge code. It's pretty close. Um worked on the next phase of the Arduino library updates uh for displays. And I assisted with getting the Orange Pi R1 blinka implementation uh, tested, and uh, hopefully it'll get done soon. Uh, I tested the e-paper display fix for an issue with single bytes not being checked, and got that merged in. And I tested the Arduino GFX code update from Paint Your Dragon. Uh, next week, I'm going to be finishing up that Badge guide uh, work. Uh, getting some work done on the uh, display IO using breakouts and shields guide and uh, starting, I'll start closing some more of the Arduino display library issues, employee requests, uh, finish up with that orange PI R one stuff and start working on some. Odroid droid board uh, Blinka implementations.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa. All right. Thanks. Let's go to Mike.
5: Okay, real quick, um, I want to let you know that uh, Scott added some nice things in the bootloader. You can get into safe mode and various status LEDs and all kinds of good stuff. Um, It's been talked about before, and it's been talked about before that I've made a little chart that helps visually guide you if you're kind of visually keyed in like I am. If you go to any of the Adafruit boards and look uh, under the page um, that says uh, UF2 bootloader, um, they pretty much all should mirror in that chart. And so you can go in and see um, what the bootloader is doing. And if you feel like you need to get into safe mode, or want to know what kind of status you're getting, that chart should help you. If there's any other problems, um, if, there, if you see the chart's issue or something, you can report it, and I'll make sure and tweak it. And the last thing I wanted to make sure everybody knew about, the CircuitPython um, Python and microcontrollers newsletter. Um, it goes out every week uh, from agefruitdaily.com, zero spam. And um, I encourage you to um, to join and keep up on all things CircuitPython. Uh, it will go out tomorrow morning. So if you're really looking to um, join, um, go to adafruitdaily.com. It's different from the main Adafruit site. They keep all the stuff separate, so um, there's no like mailing list spam or anything. So. Um, I hope you'll consider joining the newsletter. And that's about it for me this week.
0: Sweet. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for keeping everything running. Really appreciate it. Sure. All right. Uh, We're going to do Sudacious and Summersoft, and then we'll circle back to Lady Ada as well. Um, So
6: go ahead. All right. So uh, last week I did some... Driver work for the BD34 involving also some debugging of the CircuitPython driver because I2C is not happy. Um, So I'll have to figure that out. Uh, Lamar gave me a good tip. Um, I also did a revision of the board to add support for 3-band EQ, um, which will be nice to have. Uh, Let's see what else. I started work on the LPS35 guide involving you know, writing all the stuff up and the fritzing stuff that Katni helped me with. I started a OLED project um, very early days, but it's going to be interesting. Um, I also started a personal project that's super top secret, and it's going to be totally amazing. Don't ask. (laughs) You'll see it eventually. Um, Next up, I'm working on taking the work that L'Amour did on adding SPI to the Adafruit Bus.io library to add SBI to the LPS35 driver and um, test that out and make sure it works and all that stuff. Uh, I got to do more fritzing that I'm actually doing right now. Um, more board work, as always. And I have to vet some more drivers on a Raspberry Pi. And probably lots of other stuff, too. <laughs> all right, that's it.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Sedacious. All right, Summersoft.
7: All right, uh, so last week um, for the init Going into mpy cross uh, when bundled for circuit python build tools um, that PR was merged in. Uh, I waited a couple days um, made a release but the new Travis YAML with the PR tests in it uh, failed to trigger the deployment, so um, I went back through uh, some iterations on the Travis YAML on my own fork I think I have it working. I just I need to put the PR in Um, and then Um, so a few weeks ago, I don't know how this got started in my head um, but I started thinking about um, a Raspberry Pi based uh, Rosie. We haven't had Rosie in a while Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just kind of thinking about it and then finally enough of those random design thoughts popped in and collected and I was like "All right, I at least have to start the experiment. So I started the experiment over the weekend Um, I currently have a Python script that is sending commands to a Metro M4 uh, through USB and screen, and is reading the output um, from the Metro's REPL. Um, and it's all screen is invoked um, using a bash script. Um, the discovery of the Metro or any board uh, is done in a way in that you don't have to hard code any particular TTY, hmm. you know, mount to it. So it just looks through the various bits of information, at least in Linux, um, and then determines, okay, this is the board I want. This is the address I want. Um, so it's it's kind of working. Oh, yeah, I meant to put up a uh, screen capture. Where is it? So that's kind of where I'm at. Here's a bit of an image of at least what it looks like from a dev perspective. Um, So that was pretty much all my weekend. Uh, So then uh, this coming week, um, once my Raspberry Pi 3 is delivered, I will start to set it up so I can test and move it over to that to a natural habitat Then um, continue building out the test controller framework and then um, I've got a couple open issues on Adabot to work on um, for non.py files tripping the missing sensor name error and um, mm-hmm. release notes documenting a proper uh, contributor right now it just shows the person who merged it not the person who submitted <laughs> the uh, PR
0: so, right, right and that's all I got Sweet. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. Let's circle back to Lady Ada. <laughs> no audio. Okay. I can read stuff off. Thanks, Eversoft. All right. Uh let's we have some in the weed stuff, so we'll let uh Lady Ada let us type stuff out, um, and then we'll circle back to that. Okay, oh. sorry. Oh no. Okay, there you go. Hi.
8: Um, I know it's exciting. My computer keeps wanting to do something else with my phone. Um, <laughs> I did the um last weekend. I did the coral, um, coral Blinka support and added Sisyphus PWM. And then I saw the giant board folks were also trying that out, and we want to get a bunch more Blinka boards. Um, done because it's it's getting pretty stable and it's quite popular and we have a lot of demand. So if there's people out there who have single board Linux computers other than Raspberry Pi, which is which is well supported, like we're talking all the onion, Raspberry, like lychee, whatever different fruit and food pies that are available. Um, again, I can I can get you going because there's like, there's definitely like five thousand different spun out versions of like the Odroid or whatever. Mm-hmm of circuit python stuff this week uh i did a bunch of hardware design we're gonna try to get the airlift Wing out this week and um some sensors and such so i guess that's circuit python related um made we're gonna have a batch in the store this week so please sign up i will give advance notice in uh, the circuit python channel But other than that, uh, it will will notify people once um, all the CircuitPython folks get. That's all my news.
0: Uh, How about hug reports?
8: Oh, sorry. Um, Yeah, we had internet outage and like everything's confusing. Yeah, no Um, worries.
0: I'm just reminding you.
8: uh, Big hug report to um, Maker Melissa, who's going to be doing some more stuff with us, including some of this Blinka work. It's going to be awesome. Sedacious, who is um, tackling uh, a very complicated Arduino library stuff and doing really good. We're going to get a bunch of hardware done this summer, and I'm very excited for that. Um, Dan for uh, fixing up uh, bootloaders and getting them released makes my life really easy. And then, hug um, your port to Brent, who uh, finished his first year of grad school. Congratulations, uh, Brent. Uh, he'll be doing uh, CircuitPython stuff all summer. It'll be super fun, and then back to school with you in the fall. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. it's uh, slip and slides and uh, Wi-Fi and Azure and all sorts of another deliciousness. And I think that's all my Hug Reports. Thank you. Sweet.
0: Thanks, Lamar. All right. And that is uh, the end of, <laughs> I almost said Hug Reports, but uh, actually status, status updates. Um, let's go to In the Weeds. Uh, we have three folks uh three things listed here uh if you have more stuff you want to talk about in the weeds uh please drop a note in the text channel for CircuitPython python or just in the notes directly um and we'll start with <clears throat> doc Molo says uh i'd appreciate some guidance and or a review of my pr on the esp32 spy library it's pull 45 uh there's a link in the notes um there are some checks that are failing, and I'm not sure how folks would pre- would prefer I move forwards. Um, add options so pylint ignores those issues on that file, or resolve the actual issues. If so, how? Um, yeah, we'll have to take a look. There's one one check I can think of right now, which is like the too too many arguments one you can fix by using keyword-only arguments, which is a tool I don't think we use enough, but we should. Uh, keyword-only means that you you ha- when you use that argument, you have to say like the name of the argument equals. And the way to do that is kind of esoteric, but it's like you do your argument list, and then you do a star comma, and then everything after that is going to be keyword-only. O- and you can actually... Um, not give it a default value either, and it'll still require it as a keyword arg, which is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm going to let... Uh, I saw somebody in the doc just click through to that, so um, I think we'll get back to you on that. Um, if people don't in the next 24 hours, feel free to ping me directly, and I'll take a look too. Um, all right. I think, yeah, Katney is typing, so I imagine that's the I'll look today on Library Monday. Um, and then let's go to Charles for the question that he had.
2: Charles. There you go. The question I have is really is, I I want to have the the keep the keyboard mod the keyboard modules will each have a a a, a twenty three oh seventeen in them. Mm-hmm. To pick up the, uh, oct- pick up the uh, individual uh, keys now the the problem comes is when I want to put together more than one of them okay. I can change I, I will have a mechanism for changing the address, but I still have to be able to read you know a list of say up to what is it about four of them four of them to cover a normal eighty eight key keyboard you know four mcp 20, seventeen. Mm-hmm. the other alternative is to stick stick a microcontro- uh, stick a mi- microcontroller in between in between the uh twenty three seventeen and the main board and just i output, output the MIDI messages via the via usb right just wire them together via USB I think that you know. I just was hoping there's an easy way to 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 create multiple yeah. I two I2. multiple uh m c three m c p twenty three out seventeen objects from one i two c i two c item
0: right. So the ch- the challenge there's three address pins on the mcp. 23017 so you can have up to eight on the same bus yeah it's just a question of like how those address pins get set um yeah like- what i what i
2: do is what i do is i i was thinking of putting just basically a uh uh for for a switch mm-hmm. dip switch right dip switch in there, and you set the dip switch mm-hmm. depending on which octave which octave you're designating right that's that's not too difficult the mm-hmm. hardware the hardware is easy it's just making sure that i'm that it can figure out okay i have this address this address and this address so i have to discover which addresses are which addresses are there
0: yeah that's pretty there's a there's a i2c scan that you can run that will give you that
7: yeah
2: i, I suppose i could include that uh is there a uh CircuitPython version of
0: that. Yes. So, yeah. Excellent. Okay, that solves my problem. Thank you. Yep, yeah. And it just brute forces. Uh, it just tries all addresses.
2: I know what I know what group of addresses it is, and I'll just scan those. I'll go scan and then look for them. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Okay. All right. Uh, and I think the last thing we have to talk about is 4.0. Does anybody is anybody worried about doing a 4.0 release today based on the 4.0x branch? So that's RC3 plus a couple changes like adding the capable robots USB hub and adding PyGamer to the build. It's gonna be crickets.
1: We're all ready for it, Scott. <laughs> Just pull the trigger.
0: Go ahead and stick the fork in. Alright. We did get some forks earlier. Uh all right. I will tag it now, basically. Should I should I do it? On the stream? Yes. <laughs> you get you all won't be able to see it though. But you'll be able to go watch it later. Oh, you know it shows
1: up in the channel when you make a tag.
0: It does. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna mount my. I haven't actually done Circuit Python since I restarted my laptop. Give
2: Give it a few minutes. Give it a minute or two to digest the fact that you're paging it
0: and flagging it. It should pop up saying I'm doing it. I've got um changes. (laughs) I've got to commit first. Uh, Those will show up first, I guess. Um, they'll just go on my branch. Blah. <laughs> Rebase is great. Alright, get fetch Adafruit. Get checkout. Adafruit 40X. And the tag is AAE seven C B. Which sounds right to me. Let me just double check.
2: Okay, now now comes the fun part. I gotta go through all all fifteen of my uh all fifteen of my board, project boards and uh update. <laughs>
0: Right properly. All right, it's tagged
6: and
0: I think that the remove it here. I don't think I leaked credentials. Hey.
2: There it is. New tag just created 4.0.0. 0. 0. Hooray. Showed up on uh, just showed up on the circuit python. Mhm.
0: I have to add I like I think my favorite emoji is tada. All right, and uh with that, let's call it a day. Thank you to everybody for joining the meeting. This happens regularly on... Charles, can you mute, please?
2: Oh, sorry. Thanks. Your pardon.
0: Um, This meeting happens regular on Mondays. Reminder, next week will be on Tuesday at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Next week is Tuesday. It's normally Monday. Um, It happens on the Adafruit Discord channel, which you can join through the URL adafru.it slash discord uh it has been recorded so uh check the adafruit youtube youtube.com slash adafruit for the full video recording um and that will include the me tagging it um and the it, there are audio only versions that go out to podcast services uh, in many places so check those out as well um also, as Mike was saying, uh, if you haven't already, please sign up for the Python on Microcontrollers newsletter, uh, which is adafruitdaily.com. It's a separate site, separate list of emails, so that will not overlap with adafruit.com stuff. Um, so rest assured that that's the place. Uh, if you like writing for newsletters, we're always looking for folks to help contribute to that. So uh, if you're interested, the the drafts are done at github.com/adafruit/. Circuit Python dash Weekly dash Newsletter, I believe it's at the bottom of the of the newsletter as well. Um, so check that out if you want to help us create the newsletter. Um, so all your Python and all of your MicroPython info can go there as well. So um, I think that's it. Uh, thank you everybody for all of your help with four O. I'm happy to see it go out the door um, and get it out. I think people are going to really like all of the all of the new stuff we've done. Um, including the translations, particular a shout out to the, the translation folks. So um, thank you all. I, I will be out next week. So Katni and folks will be here, but I will not be. So thank you in advance to for running the meeting and all of those of you who will attend. And I will see you personally in two weeks and everybody else you'll get to hang out next Tuesday. So uh, thanks everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you later.
1: Thanks, everyone.